0: I'm Alicia Bingham, and this is Proactive Thoughts, Episode 16, Tips for Dealing with Depression. Did you know that you can live the life you want simply by being proactive with your thoughts? My name is Alicia Bingham. I'm a life coach, a mental health advocate, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you come with me, I can show you how. Hey everyone, how are you all doing? I have to be honest, I've had a rough month or so between family things that came up, sick kids, not being around family for Thanksgiving, I fell into a depressed state again, so it's this that I want to talk about today, tips for dealing with depression. Before I start though, I want to put this disclaimer out there, what I say is not to be taken as medical advice, it in no way takes the place of what doctors and counselors or therapists say. It's solely my opinion and comes from my own experiences. If you're struggling with depression and have suicidal thoughts in any form, or if you know someone who does, get professional help. Go see a doctor or a counselor. What I share is only in addition to, or as a side note to what they can do to help you. Also, this isn't doctrine, okay? It's my own experience and ideas from what helped me. Take what helps you, leave the rest. So first I'll explain why I want to discuss this today and then I'll give you a few tips that you can use to help yourself or a loved one who is struggling. So I want to share this with you today because my husband was surprised at how quickly I got through it. I was severely depressed to the point that I was suicidal again, researching the best ways to end my life with the least amount of pain. And it was seemingly for no reason. Nothing I could really pinpoint. Life was the same as always with its ups and downs like usual. In a manner of days working on it, I felt better. I was back to my old self, no sign of depression in sight. So what happened? What brought me from the brink, from despair and deep depression, to feeling good with energy and motivation for life? Well, a few things happened. First, I realized I was struggling with depression again. I acknowledged it to myself. That's the first thing you can do when you're feeling this way. I didn't realize it at the time, but I had been resisting it for a while, at least a month, I would say. I kept pushing it away, saying I was fine, or telling myself I wasn't really depressed, I was just having a hard time. I acknowledged it and gave it a name, saying, This is depression. I am struggling with depression again. Did it solve my problem? No, not yet, but it put me in the right direction. When you're resisting something, there's absolutely no way to overcome it. It's like a video I saw once called It's Not About the Nail on YouTube by Jason Headley. I'll link it in the show notes. In this video, a woman has a nail driven into her forehead. She's telling a man about how she feels so much pressure. Her head hurts and it's hard to concentrate and all these symptoms that stem from the nail. The man can easily see she's got a nail in her forehead. He's trying to tell her so and she resists it, saying it's not about the nail. He tries to convince her that she would feel better if she just took the nail out. For us, depression is the nail. When we don't acknowledge the nail, we resist it. We say that either it can't be that, we don't want it to be that, so we're in denial, or we say that it's not about that, that how we're feeling isn't responsible for why we do what we do. We're not depressed, we, don't, we just don't feel like getting out of bed, we're just having a rough time. These are all things that are in resistance to acknowledging there is a problem. Other people may see it and try to tell us that there's probably a nail there, but they can't force us to take it out. They can't force us to acknowledge that we struggle. Once I acknowledged to myself that this was depression again, I did a really human thing that wasn't helpful. I shamed myself. I told myself I shouldn't feel this way. I was supposed to have gotten over it. I thought I won that battle already. My mind went to all these thoughts of how I failed in some way. That's how I got suicidal. I spiraled downward at an alarming rate. Not helpful. The reality is that this is life. Sometimes we have ups and sometimes we have downs. Sometimes I will feel depressed and that's okay. The next step that got me out was accepting that, allowing it, being okay with feeling depressed. Now, a lot of you are probably thinking that doing that isn't helpful. How could allowing depression feel better? Wouldn't that just make the depression worse? You're just feeling depressed. That's no solution. But it is. It's actually the key, I believe, to getting out. When you allow yourself to feel what you're already feeling, pressure is lifted. You still feel crummy, sure, but you don't feel ashamed on top of depressed. You just feel the depression. It releases the resistance and heaviness of being depressed. From there, you can decide what you want to do that day, knowing you'll be depressed. Knowing you're going to feel down that day, what do you want to do? Now here, you'll have to be honest with yourself. Your brain will try to convince you that you don't want to do some of these things like go to work or take care of your kids, but that you have to do it. But it's not true. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Some people don't work. Some people live with their parents or on the streets. There are people out there who don't take care of their kids at all. Some hire a nanny or take them to daycare. Some neglect them. Some give them up for adoption. There are lots of options. So you get to decide what you want to do when you're feeling depressed. You can say, okay, I'm depressed, now what do I wanna do? Do you wanna go to work? Do you wanna sleep? Do you wanna watch TV? What do you want to do knowing you'll feel down that day? For me, I knew I wanted to take care of my kids, but I also didn't want to do much of anything else. I just wanted to read my book and distract myself from my feelings, so I did. I told myself I was just going to be depressed, and I did what I considered the bare minimum, and I read my book all day. So here we are. We've acknowledged we're feeling depressed. We're allowing ourselves to feel it. We've decided what we want to do when we're depressed. And the next thing I think could be very helpful is to reach out to a loved one, someone you trust and who cares deeply about your well-being. This is not someone who tells you that depression is just in your head or that you should just perk up or get over it. It's not someone who will tell you that you shouldn't feel this way. This needs to be a person who will fully support you no matter what. Most people have someone in their lives like this, even if you think you'd be a burden on them. These are people that love you unconditionally. They want what's best for you and want to help you if you're struggling. A side note for those who think there's no one in their life like this, I promise you there is, even if it's a pastor or someone on the emergency hotline or a counselor or a coach, find someone, tell them how you feel. If they're willing to listen to you and help you, let them, let them tell you what to do, especially if this person is not struggling with feeling down themselves, do what they tell you, even if you don't want to, if they see you have that nail in your head, they probably have some ideas of how to remove it. For me, I confided in my husband. Over the course of a few down days, I talked with him and he tried his best to help me. I did what he asked. I wrote my feelings down. I did my self-coaching. I got showered and dressed. I made the bed. I went for a walk outside with him. It was dark and cold, but we went anyway. The day after that walk and that time together as he let me talk and comforted me, lifting me up and building my self-esteem, I felt better. The depression was gone. I had a few days where I felt okay during the day, but it was like I was on a razor's edge with my emotions, that any moment I could fall and spiral down into the depression again. The day after the walk was different. I felt back to my old self. These tips I have given aren't foolproof. We're all going to have down days. Dwelling on it and spinning in our own minds about how we shouldn't feel this way, we should just be able to get over it, or that we're fine is only going to make it go deeper or last longer. When we acknowledge it, accept it, and decide what we want to do in spite of feeling this way, that's when we can start pulling the nail out. I know if it's possible for me, it's possible for you. That's all I have for you today. If you liked what you heard and think you might be interested in getting coached or working with me, or you just want to learn more, you can visit my website at binghamcoaching.com. That's B-I-N-G-H-A-M-C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G.com. There, you can send me an email with any questions or topics you'd like covered on the podcast, or you can request a free consultation to find out if coaching is right for you. Also, I would love it if you would leave me a review and share it with your friends. That way more people like you can find my podcast. And remember, when you choose your thoughts, you choose your life. See you next week.